Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Positivity. Hi Layla, you all right? How you doing? Hi Adam, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm great, cheers. Excellent. No, thank you for uh, coming on the podcast, really, really appreciate it. No problem. I'm excited to be here. Oh, awesome! Very welcome. Yeah, I just I just thought I'd start by like um, you know kind of asking how you got into what you do. Um, I saw you've done a few you know a few different positions and a few different things. Yeah. Um, so it's um, I, well to be honest, growing up, I never really knew what I wanted to do. I never kind of found my passion until quite a bit later in life. Um, and once I obviously found my passion in coaching and mentoring, that was it. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And it kind of started about probably about 12 to 15 years ago now. And it happened sort of naturally. Um, I suppose you could say I almost fell into it. Um, mm. I, I was an accountant actually at the time. And um, it just sort of happened naturally where people tend to come to me, you know, for training, um, Mm. certainly on like processes or, you know, like sort of new members into the department and things like that. Um, It then sort of turned into where I was um, doing a lot of process improvements myself or I was creating new processes and testing them out and things like that. Um, and it just kind of grew from there, really, that it sort of um, it grew into I was actually then helping people um, with their performance objectives or actually creating their objectives and goals and helping them to succeed that way. And as soon as I, I started doing that, really, I knew this is what I wanted to do. This is where my passion was. And this kind of it, it, I really enjoyed seeing people succeed. Mm. Yeah, no, that's. That's really great, and I think, like, like you said, you was in this corporate job and like um, helping people in the workplace, and you was almost like kind of coaching and mentoring people about kind of 
probably realizing you're doing coaching probably yeah exactly it was exactly that um I mean my background is I'm um I'm quite performance driven anyway I'm quite competitive in that sense um I've, I've grown up sort of in sports um so um, I'm used to competing I'm used to sort of performing well so I'm quite a determined person so it was really nice to be able to transfer sort of my knowledge and skills to other people and seeing them succeed in what, whatever they wanted to do. So I knew mm. ultimately from that point, that was my passion. That's where I wanted to go in life. Um, unfortunately, I've had quite a good platform in the, the companies that I work with mm. and, um, that they've allowed me to do that. Um, and obviously mm. working in business excellence as well, I do a lot of process improvements. I do a lot of um, performance improvements. Um, I support companies and businesses and indiv- individuals in achieving their goals. So it, it's mm. kind of, it works perfectly for me. Yeah, no, that's great. And that's like, like you said, you know, when you find your thing and your passion and just kind of following your like energy, you know where where that goes and like from what you said like you've helped it's not just like individuals and you know you can help businesses as well and it's nice that some businesses are like open to that for you to help them especially like internally if you're already working somewhere yeah um i've done a lot of um, collaboration with them so companies that i've worked with with their customers um certainly at the moment within supply chains i've worked with um, our supermarket customers, our retail customers, um, mm. and I've also supported them on building their own um, collaborative framework so they then can go on to um, improve their processes and their supply chain ultimately. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's been really, really good in that sense. Um, I'm, I do have a very um, good position in that way that I can also, you know, I can – do the um, process improvements and um, and develop myself as well as also developing others. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, that's it. And like you can kind of grow yourself and then help others, you know, in the same time, can't you, by giving yeah. that support? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've also worked with universities as well. Um, similar things, I support um, uh, supply chain chain graduates um with their um year placements um also with their dissertations um Mm. supporting them through project management principles um and things like that as well which is really good uh really good to see that's awesome i mean it's not just like one set thing by the sounds of it it's like kind of all interlinked in all these different areas and i think that's probably yeah definitely that that's the thing that's the thing with coaching coaching principles are very the the same you can just apply them to different industries and different things and that's ultimately what I do I use my coaching background all the principles that I've learned um through business excellence and I can apply them to coaching and it's it doesn't matter if somebody's got personal goals or professional goals I can help them with both Mm. Yeah, that's it. Because I think like they're kind of interlinked. Like if you, if somebody's in the workplace and they've got personal goals and they can work on things in their personal life or in themselves, they're going to be more effective and efficient in a workplace, which is going to, you know, benefit mm. them plus the business as well. I suppose if you know they've got people who are okay in themselves and they're doing well, they're going to want to do better in their work as well, probably. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely. If you've got happy people in the workplace, then you're going to have a good um, output from those people. And that's really key, really. Um, it's mm. important to look after your people. Um, and a lot of it is motivation. A lot of it's confidence. And I think sometimes just giving people the tools and techniques that they need to fulfill their roles or their objectives is sometimes the, the confidence that they need. And it's mm. understanding sometimes the skills gap. So, you know, it might be that they know what their goals are. They know where they want to be, but they don't know necessarily how to get them. They d- might not have the right skills. And mm. to get there, so yeah, it's it's understanding all that really, and they're the mm. sorts of things I can help people with. I've certainly done a lot of training in, um, over the years, um, skills training, um, all kinds of different training. So I can, mm. I'm fortunate in this in a way that I can um, transfer all that knowledge and capability over to other people as well. Yeah, no, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's you know, it's uh, providing that open space for people to uh help them in whatever whatever area really and then you know like i said i think it's it's really important in today's society you know a lot of corporate businesses you know to to have that support there because you know like it work can be quite stressful and i think oh, you know yeah through having that support it just breaks the ice a little bit yeah definitely um, so true. Workplaces that can be, certainly be difficult um, for a number of reasons, can't they? Um, mm. But I think sometimes as well, um, you know when you're, you, you're working for a good company because the, you know whether they really care about their staff and that can tell as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's always it's always handy and helpful to have sort of those coaching people within a company or even we, we have a bit of a buddy system at work. Mm. So whether we have new people in or we have university graduates in, um, we have um, buddy systems, we have mentor systems. And I think things like that are really key um, to have for people to feel like they know that they can go somewhere if they need a bit of help. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, you know, massively important. I I never realised that they have that in place in um, some places. But like... (laughs) I suppose if they do, it's going to give that person that reassurance. Yeah. And again, I think it does depend on the the company that you work for. Um, But as well, I think this is kind of a role that I've always taken on in previous companies as well. It's sort of happened naturally where people would tend to come to me um, for help. I think because I'm quite open and I'll help, you know, anybody. Mm. I'd hate to see somebody struggle. Um, And I think, that people know that I'm approachable in that way. So that I think, and I think that's why it's kind of happened naturally um, in that sense. So, um, you know, it's really good, but it's, it's really useful to find, I suppose, people that you can trust in the workplace that you know that will help you. Because there mm. will be so, you, you'll have them in every workplace, that's for sure. It's just some might be harder to discover than others. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I've, I've, you know, definitely experienced that in my time in some workplaces I've been in. Like, I've, I've worked in a lot of restaurants and hotels, and that's it's quite a rigorous, full-on trade. Um, mm. If you've ever worked in like a restaurant or a hotel before, but um, it's stressful from either side because you've got chefs, you know, yelling at you, things aren't going right, and then there's customers, and then there's all these different layers. And I, and, and at times, I was thinking, gosh, you know, if I had someone to talk to. Or, you know, like before I did my coaching, like, um, cause sometimes you go to talk to a manager about something and they're a bit like, oh, I'm busy. 
Can you can yeah. you can you come back tomorrow? And you're like, what? <laughs> so yeah. Um, that's the thing I mean people the people don't want to feel like they're a burden they don't want to feel like you know the ha- you know they're constantly like nagging somebody for help and things like that you know I I mean I I'm the same I don't I I will always ask for help you know if I'm struggling or you know I need to find out something but at the same time as well you don't want to feel like you're a burden you'd like to get the information off whoever that you ask um and you're right you're so right certainly in pressurized environments you don't always get that um and it does it can knock your confidence as well mm-hmm. um, could... so sorry go on no 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 so you carry on it's fine uh, well I was going to say which is why with coaching it's so important um to to listen to somebody's uh, you know obviously to make sure that you are there for that person yeah no I agree and I think like it could be just a small thing but over time it's like I've often kind of described it as like stone. It's like a, it's like having a small stone in your shoe. Then you've you've got that small issue there. Then after two weeks, it just becomes this big, blown, blown yeah. up um, situation, like in your head, or you know, in you, all these emotions, and they just kind of can build up. Yeah. Where, whereas if you've got someone who's who, who's quite empathic and understanding, I think that's that's quite important. Because I remember. I had something going on when I worked in one place and um, the boss was like, on a scale of one to ten, how important is it? And I was like, well, it's probably around a seven. But, you know, I think companies are more understanding now, but there Mm. are probably, you know, some still out there that aren't, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, obviously, every workplace is different out there. I mean, I've certainly worked um, at a lot of different companies over the years, and they all have different things set up. Um, I certainly think for people, it's really important to have, whether it's like you, you, you call them one-to-ones or catch-ups, or, you know, it's really important as a manager to make sure that your staff are okay. And whether it's, you know, a quick catch up over coffee or, you know, you put an hour in or, Mm. you know, just to make sure that they're happy, that they're achieving what they need to achieve. Um, You know, and I I do think that's key. And unfortunately, that doesn't always happen in Mm. the workplaces. I think I've been quite fortunate in a way that everywhere, everywhere I've worked, I have had that in place place yeah, like yeah. you kind of you're lucky in a sense of you know where to go you know who to speak to but I, I know I've, I've met a lot of people over the years who've worked for different companies and that's just not not how it works unfortunately everywhere yeah would you would you say that team meetings are important because I mean I think out of the places that I've worked there's only been two workplaces that actually conducted team meetings like every so often I mean kind of gets all the cards on the table and people can discuss what's going on and where they can improve and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do think team meetings are important. However, I feel like they've got to be relevant. I feel like you've got to have um, an agenda in place beforehand so everybody knows what the meeting's about. Um, and also, you know, it can be a performance meeting, but then also... It, we, we tend to do like in any other business and that's, you know, a chance for anybody to bring whatever they want to the table. Um, so I do think team meetings are important. However, I do think that team meetings aren't necessarily a place for just talking shop. I think they have to be relevant and they have to be direct. Mm. If you can do other forums for like, um, you know, just having a quick catch up, 
for instance, at the moment, um, we have a daily um, virtual coffee catch-up with our mm. team. And it's literally just a 15-minute chance to speak to the team. And it's, it doesn't have to be work-related. It's just literally a catch-up. And I think things like that are really valuable because it, it doesn't necessarily – you don't have to wait for a team meeting. Um, you know, it, it can just be – at that moment in time, um, a great chance just to, I suppose, um, yeah, exactly. You know, especially if you've, at certain times that, that we're in at the moment where, you know, a lot of things are virtual because not everybody's in the workplace yet. Mm. It's really nice to connect with like-minded people still and just feel like you're not on your own. Or, you know, you, you know, it's nice to know that you're kind of, you're all in the same boat. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I think like with the meetings they need to be relevant because like people could be probably talking about stuff that's not related to work or stuff that's happened three weeks ago and it's not relevant to the current times yeah well i think you've got to you've got to try and think about it that a lot of people in team meetings they're very busy you know it's taking time out of um people's work day um, and although they are important, I think they've got to be so relevant and you've got to be organised. You've got to have an agenda and you've got to make sure I'm, I'm very um, organised in that way. And I'm very, uh, if I have an agenda, mm. um, I'll also make sure that we stick to it. I'm very conscious about overrunning meetings, um, things like that. And I think that's really important because everybody's time is valuable. It doesn't matter what position you are in uh, within a company, mm. you know, people's time is valuable so i do think you know team meetings are important definitely mm. um but i do think you've got to be very organized beforehand for those yeah no that's that's certain i think like with with what you said as well with the kind of checking in with people like coffee kind of catch up that kind of makes people feel at ease and they kind of discuss like where they're at and how they feel and i think you know people during during what's happening, I think, you know, people need that more now than ever, really. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's um, certainly worked well for us. And you don't have to attend. It's not like, a you know, every day you need to be there because obviously everybody's in different situations, whether they've got children at home at the minute or, you know, other um, mm-hmm. people at home or, you know, different priorities. They might have vulnerable people and everything. Mm. So, you know, it's not a you have to attend meeting. It's just, you know, we're here if you need it. And there's different people. Not all of us are on the call every day, but, you know, there's different people from the team. We're, we're quite a big team. I think we're, there's about 15 of us in the team. Yeah. So it's nice sometimes to obviously speak to different people that you wouldn't necessarily catch up with every day. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's working well. Things like that are really working well. Yeah, no, that's great. And it kind of gives you, like I said, a chance to probably get to know people more who didn't have time, didn't have the time to get to know or speak with. Yeah, definitely. Because you sometimes, certainly at the moment, um, I work um, I in different countries across Europe. Yeah, yeah. So I tend to work with the same people um, a lot of the time. So it is quite nice to sort of connect with different people and understand what's going on in their countries and, you know, things like that. It's really helpful, actually. It just takes mm. your mind off. Yeah. Obviously, you know, kind of the, the situation. Pandemic and, yeah, definitely. No, that's really, really positive. Um, I was just thinking, like, what do you have any like favourite books that you read at all? Um, I um, so I do a lot of audio books actually because normally I do quite a lot of travelling. 
mm. um, with working in Europe. So I tend to put um, a few audiobooks in the car. Um, but one I am reading at the moment is The Prosperous Coach by um, Rich Litvin and Steve Chandler, um, which is really good. I'm really enjoying that. Um, mm. But it's, it's more... Um, so I've got um, Michelle Obama's book, Nice. Um, as well that I'm listening to at the minute um I just I, re- I really like inspiring people I like to listen to the stories um so I, I, certainly people like Tony Robbins um I just yeah it just it's nice to know um obviously you know where people have come from and where they are now and how they've got there really so I tend to listen to books like that yeah no that's great and I think like like you said with audio books as well like if you're busy doing something or there's something you need to do you can just play it put it in your, put your phone in your pocket or put it on the side and then do what you've got to do and mm. it could be like a podcast in some way um, whereas if you've got a book you've got to you know if, you're, if you've got to do something you've got to hold the book and look at it and then try and multitask doing whatever else so I think they're quite good and like you said like finding people in your kind of tribe isn't it and people yeah definitely connect with and everyone's got their own story and I think that's why a lot of people are interested yeah definitely um yeah it's nice to know as well that um you don't always have to have a great life to become successful um Mm. you know it's nice to know that actually by working really hard and um sort of planning for your future that you know you can become successful that way not everything is handed down to you or you know, you don't have that luxury that actually it, it can come from just really working hard. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. And I think, like you said, some people are in more fortunate positions than others and you don't yeah, always definitely. have to be from a certain place or from a certain social class or, you know, like it's how you put in the work, I think. And, you know, it's, it's that process, isn't it? A lot of people... Yeah. At the end, goals and the kind of thing, well, I'm not there yet, I'm going to give up, or this is difficult. That's the thing, isn't it? Sometimes it's so easy to give up and think, you know, your dreams or your goals aren't realistic, but actually they can be. And I think sometimes the hardest part is actually staying determined. Um, You know, and sometimes it's trial and error as well. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've achieved over the years, but as well as a lot of things that I haven't achieved. But from not achieving something, it's, it's sent me down a better path. Mm. Um, you know, and it's made me even stronger that I actually want to achieve my goals now. Mm. Yeah, it, it gives you that motivation and drive to make it right, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, not everything's perfect, is it? So I think sometimes you have to fail to understand how you can do it better next time. And, you know, I always think um, failures as well. It's the lessons learned, aren't they? Because you can actually look at it and think, right, what didn't work well that time? Why didn't it work well? What can I do differently next time? And that kind of a lot of of, uh, working in business excellence, you do a lot of that anyway, which is really good. Yeah, certainly. It's it's the lessons, isn't it? And it's like, if you if you didn't you've got to start from somewhere like all businesses mm. and people and you kind of see how far you've come i mean like I, I look at a lot of businesses today and i think to myself like they didn't get to where they were straight away like there was a lot of failures and probably trial and errors to get them to where they are today 
Yeah, definitely. And I think probably over a number of years as well. Um, and that's the thing sometimes, isn't it? You've just got to try and stick it out. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's tough. It really is tough. Um, mm. I think motivation and trying to remain positive is key. Mm. And making sure you've got a good network of support around you as well is really important. I mean, I'm quite fortunate that I do have some really supportive people around me. Um, I've not always had that. Um, certainly not growing up um, but I have now but I think as you grow older as well you know who the right people are that you want in your life to support you and, and that really helps yeah no that's it and I think like you said having the right people and knowing who who you can rely on um, really helps and you know it's your time and energy isn't it you you know I think you, you can become very cautious of who you what you put your time and energy into. Yeah, definitely. Would, um, who'd say like role models are like, not just like say personal life or like, you know, people you look up to at all. Is it, um, mind? you know, it could be family. Well, um, I mean, famous people, I have to say, I love the rock. I yeah. really, I find him just sort of how he's grown as well. Uh, I just think he's such a such a nice guy and I love listening to his stories. Um, I also find, um, I really like listening to Tony Robbins. I find yeah. it really interesting again and quite inspiring of how he obviously got to where he got to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I've had different people in the workplace that I've been fortunate to work with that have really um, inspired me. They've given me some really useful tips along the way that I've stuck to. Um, and... You know, so it's not just, you know, sort of famous people. I, I do have different people. Um, and my family are just really, my, my family are brilliant. My husband's really helped me um, mm. to get to where I am to today. So, yeah, there's a number of different people, really. A variety yeah. of different people, which is really good. Mm. Yeah. No, I think, like you said, it's really important to have, like, you know, mentors and role models, isn't it? Um, oh yeah definitely it's quite you know on a vast of people it's quite a hard question because some people say well some people have said well everybody is my role model you know it's, it's, it's very personal isn't it to each person yeah definitely I mean I always try and look at good and bad in a situation so so, so particularly over the years if I've had a bad manager who I didn't get on with for whatever reason I've always thought to myself well I definitely don't want to behave like that so I know for future not what to do because of how they made me feel but then I've looked at good good managers as well and thought you know I really like their style of, of managing so I'll take that mm. on and I think it's just it's it's learning from those it's it's trying to turn you know those negatives into positives um and mm. yeah I mean I've certainly met a lot of people in the past who you know have really motivated me, really supported me. But there's very few that actually I could say were my mentors. Mm. Um, you know, and and that's the thing, isn't it? Over time, um, you'll 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 find that. I think the the sort of the key people in your life or whoever you find inspiring um aren't necessarily a big group of people. Yeah. No, I I, I can relate to that. You kind of as you as you go along as you go along the way, you kind of like I said, different managers and people you work with, like probably who you thought was a good manager, you know, you go somewhere else and then that manager's even better. Um 
you kind of take the kind of qualities that you want, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I do think, you know, it's tough managing people. It's tough managing a team. But I do think, um, you know, there is a right way and a wrong way. And mm. I've certainly learned over the years from having different managers what I believe to be the right and wrong way. And I just stick to my principles and my values of how I how, how mm-hmm. I would like to be treated um, and try and stick to that as a manager as well. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's a really good point. It's uh, how how do you want to be treated and you know what you give out you expect to get back and it's like well if you're not getting that then you know what do you need to do isn't it yeah definitely yeah so like um with with like supply chains i mean i, I won't go on it too much but is, is that block like blockchain or is that completely different um I'm not sure on blockchain. Supply chain is um, basically the um, consumer goods, so fast-moving consumer goods. It's Mm. food industry. Oh, I see. Um, So like supermarkets. Yes. Um, Although I work for um, a dairy company Mm -hmm. um, in logistics, so we supply to um, supermarkets or retail businesses. So So is that, with the current situation, is is that quite challenging at the minute? with um where things are being sourced from yeah well yeah it's been quite complex for a number of markets because we're a global company uh in denmark sweden germany obviously uk Mm. um yeah it's been quite um tough for the guys in operations and they've certainly had to um what we call um rationalize some of the SKUs. Mm. so rather than produce everything they've had to sort of scale it back down just so they can obviously produce you know, the basics and, uh, you know, get it out, obviously, to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we've certainly seen, um, I think there was, um, I think the virtual meetings, because obviously, uh, apart from critical people who are on production lines or drivers in logistics and in our warehouses and things like that, everyone else is working from home. Mm-hmm. And I think we've gone from having 1,000 virtual meetings um, a week to over 4,000, um, so yeah, it's um, certainly different times, but they're a great company and they're mm. doing well, fortunately. Yeah, no. So I mean, hats off to everyone who's kind of you know working away, you know, in those positions oh, like yeah. like uh, you know on the front line, so to speak, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. They're doing a fantastic job. Like, a... um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but hopefully we're sort we're sort of preparing now for the rebound stage, um, yeah. and that's kind of like what the new normal will look like. Um, they're sort of they're preparing as well for when um, people can start to go back into the office, um, into our head offices, and things like that. But um, I feel very assured that they'll do the right thing and they'll do the right planning and they'll make sure it's safe for everybody. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it's. Uh... Definitely be different, but I think, like I said, there'll be just more precautions in place, and it probably probably work better, maybe, you know, than before, probably. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's certainly showed that we can do more virtual meetings rather than possibly travelling to other markets in Europe. Um, I think there's probably a lot more that we can do online, um, which is really good. Mm. 
Um, so yes, it, it's it's interesting to see how it will look mm. um, going forward, um, and I suppose eventually it'll just become like like the new normal, won't it? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like where we're just to like kind of like round up. Is is there anything um, that you you like to say for people kind of who are probably struggling with the mental health for the minute, or any advice at all to like people? Yeah, well, just um, don't feel like you're on your own because you're not. I certainly have good days and bad days. And I think it's really important to just reach out to somebody to talk to them. Just Mm. somebody you trust. Somebody who's a good sounding board. Just, you know, talk it out with somebody. And that will definitely make you feel a lot better. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you, Layla. Really, really. Yeah, means you a lot. too, Adam. Um, where where can? And thanks for having me. No, you're very welcome. Anytime. I just want. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, where where can people find you on social media? Like, um... so I have my own website. Um, it's principalthinking.co.uk. Um, it's also on my LinkedIn profile. Um, I have a Facebook account um, for Principal Thinking by Layla Saxon as well, so you can find me on there. Not oh, awesome, and I'll, I'll put your details in the uh, in the bio of this anyway, so people can click on your links. Oh, thank you. No, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks ever so much, Adam. No, you're very welcome. But have a great day and take care. Yeah, you too. All right, take care. See you soon. Hi, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. You can also check out the podcast on YouTube at The Party City Podcast. You can also check out my Instagram at City 94 where I put lots of podcast clips and snippets and a lot more content as well. I really appreciate you supporting me in my podcast and supporting me in my content. It really, really means a lot. Any feedback, any questions, any queries you can email me at thepolicypodcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and connecting. Take care.